You're listening to Ask the Expert on Sprott Money News. Well, hello once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. This is your Ask the Expert segment for December 2019. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as our expert this month is Eric Sprott himself. Uh, Eric, as you know, joins us every week for the weekly wrap-up, and we get so many questions regarding the mining shares. We thought it'd be fun to have a whole Ask the Expert segment focusing on only the mining shares. So, Eric, thank you very much for carving out some time out of your busy schedule. Well, I'm uh, happy to do it. Uh, I probably should uh, preface all my remarks. I'm not giving uh, financial advice here. I'm not a mining analyst. I just happen to own some things, and I hope everyone appreciates I'm a speculator. Uh, I'm going for multi-baggers here, and a lot of times they're not successful. Uh, it's the times they are successful that uh, where you just keep pressing the bet, and you can uh, you not, you typically come out ahead of the game. So with that uh, qualification, let her rip. All righty. Uh, again, so let's just kind of lay the groundwork here. Again, we get, uh, for regular listeners of the weekly wrap-up, we have a list uh, every week, 20, 30 names people want us to talk about, and there are time constraints. We just simply can't go through them all. So we th- we've been collecting those names. We thought we would run through as many as we could today. Uh, you'll see them broken up on slides here uh, that accompany this audio. Those names are they're all names that Eric has looked at, but he's only going to comment on the ones that he maybe knows a little something about. Okay, so I just want everyone to know that we, we got your name, we got your submissions, and then uh, but if you don't hear us talking about it, it's just Eric doesn't have an opinion. Again, this is all found, as you can tell, at the Sprott Money website. There are great deals at the Sprott Money website. The holiday catalog is chock full of a great gift and holiday ideas. We also have a deal this month for existing clients of Sprott Money where you can get three months of free storage of your precious metals as well. Uh, so again, Sprott Money is the great website you always want to check out whenever you're looking to purchase or store your physical metal. Lastly, these Ask the Expert segments are something we do every month. So while you're at SprottMoney.com, check the Insights tab on the navigation bar. Click on that, scroll down to Ask the Expert. You'll see that last month we spoke with Brent Cook. Now there is somebody who does focus on the miners, and his side at Exploration Insights is extremely valuable. So maybe listen to last month's Ask the Expert. Before that, it was Nomi Prins. Before that, was Jim Rickards. So check Sprott, the month, Sprott Money every month for your latest Ask the Expert segment. And again, this month is Eric. We're going to break this up into two parts. This first presentation, we're only going to talk about the gold miners and all of the gold exploration companies that have been sent in asking for Eric's opinion. So Eric, let's get rolling. On this first page, you'll see the first eight names. They range from Amex Exploration, Anaconda, Argonaut, Artemis, all the way down to Brixton. Uh, names on there that you'd like to, to comment on. Well, first of all, let's deal with Amex. Uh, it's a company based in Quebec. Stocks acted quite well. Uh, they've had some uh, seriously good high-grade results. Uh, the uh, deposit would seem to be expanding. Uh, it's a little early to say they're, they're going to hit the mother load, but early indications are extremely positive and pretty well any time they've raised money, I've participated. All right. And then maybe I'll go to Artemis. Yeah, Artemis just go straight next. down through Brixton. I, sure. I, I don't really have a lot to say about Artemis in the sense that I bought it for the uh, Pilbara play in uh, Australia. Uh, the Pilbara play is still working itself out. And uh, I know there'll be a question later on Novo. 
uh, and Novo's come out with some uh, new results where they're able to uh, process gold in a very inexpensive uh, manner by sorting it, and they might be able to sort it right at site and avoid huge transportation costs. And, of course, when you sort it, you, what you get out of that is, is high-grade gold. Um, but I bought Artemis because of the uh, Pilbara. Uh, it hasn't really, Artemis hasn't done much about their Pilbara operation, but they have land. And if Novo can prove that there's an economic and, and very economic way of, of producing there, I mean, these guys all have th- tens of thousands of square kilometers of these, uh, these properties. So uh, it would be very helpful to Artemis if Novo works out. So, and that's really all I know about Artemis. Uh, I don't think these stocks in Australia really have performed nearly as well as Novo has because Novo is the guy uh, working on the solutions, okay, and the other guys aren't. So I'll just leave Artemis at that. Um, Bonterre is a company that I have, I think it's an 11% interest in, something like that. Uh, in Quebec, uh, they had a producing mine, the Bachelor Mine. It's actually uh, not producing as we... Uh, sit here today uh, and they have a berry deposit and, and, and they're doing lots of drilling uh, in the windfall kind of area of Quebec. And uh, they've had pretty good results. I think uh, it, it might've been a little better if they kept producing, but uh, I think they'll get back to producing fairly quickly, particularly if the gold price wants to put on a little bit of a move here. I, I maybe should preface a lot of these comments by, you know, gold price is very important in all of these companies. And gold, I mean, it just looks like it wants to go here. We've been at 14, between 1478 and 1480 many, many, many times here in the last two weeks. And it hasn't quite broken out yet. Uh, but it sure looks like it, it wants to. And, and uh, I sort of believe that forces are at work trying to keep that price limited. But needless to say, I saw an interesting article that some guy was writing about, you know, if the price of gold breaks out, these stocks will go up 100% in months, three months. And, of course, that can happen because if all the money comes pouring into the sector, there's only so many things you can buy. So that the gold price is going to be very important to Bonterra. Their drilling is going to be important to Bonterra. And I think they've done a, a pretty good job here so far, so I'm not unhappy with my holding. But in the last of the list is Brixton. I bought it because they're in what's called the Golden Triangle in, uh, in, in British Columbia. Uh, the particular property that I was interested in had uh, was the Thorn property, uh, the one I was most interested in, and they had a pretty good silver hits uh, up high in some very, very, very long holes. Uh, so it could be a very substantial ore body. Um, they're not, of course, the drilling season's over there. They have another property called Atlan, which is more of a gold property, and uh, I think they're actively drilling it as we speak. Uh, but it's really... You know, I, I like owning things in the Golden Triangle because the deposits are massive if they're successful. And I'm fingers crossed on uh, that Thorn property working out when they get back working there in the spring. All right. Let's move on to the next slide. You can see names here listed from Core all the way through Gold Resource Corp. I think there are two of them here, Eric. Dinosert and El Dorado. What uh, do you like there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the funny part about Dinosert, uh, I guess you wouldn't know this, Craig, but it's not a gold company. Huh? <laughs> It's kind of an oddball, and it's very strange that I bought an investment in it about two weeks ago. So that's why this this person would have been questioning it. And uh, 
it, it's really someone who has a, uh, a device that theoretically uh, saves on fuel consumption in trucks, in, uh, diesel trucks, uh, and also could potentially earn a carbon credit. I'm going to say it's still early days, uh, but they've had some recent uh, testing done in Germany that supports the thesis that the uh, device is very effective. So it's one of those things where, you know, somebody could bring along an invention that saves, even if you just say 10% in fuel costs, I mean, it would be a world-beating thing. So it has nothing to do with the gold, and I apologize for not getting out of the list of gold. Cards. That's all right. There it was. So uh, anyway, that's why I bought it. Uh, El Dorado, I met with El Dorado recently. I thought it was a very good story. Uh, I think there's lots of opportunity there. I will say, however, that I mentioned even the media, I don't think I'd be a buyer of it. Uh, it's going to sound funny uh, because, you know, it could probably only go up 100% in the next year or two. And uh, I'm always shooting for something a little bigger than that. But I, I think it's a very good story. It got killed. Uh, in the last down cycle, I think the yeah. stock was a high of 27 and it got down to might have been below a buck or something. I'm not sure. And, and I, I don't even know where it is now. It's like $7 or something. I'm not sure. But I know when they came to see me and I listened to the story, I thought, you know, if I was an institutional guy, uh, that is a stock I would be seriously looking at right now because it's been beaten up. And um, I think there might be lots of opportunity there. That's an ego. Isn't that right? EGO? I'm trying to remember the symbol on that one. I think. No, it's ELD. ELD, I oh, think. Okay, fair enough. Uh, all right. Yeah. The next slide, Eric, uh, our third grouping here, is names yeah. that range from Great Bear down to Luminex, and I think you've got two or three here you can pick off. Okay. Uh, well, Great Bear, uh, I haven't owned it. Uh, it's done exceptionally well. They've had some stunning drill results. They look like they have a very prospective property here. They got uh, a fault zone that goes on. I don't know how many kilometers it is, but it's a lot of kilometers. And they keep hitting uh, high-grade zones. Uh, they're not necessarily large high-grade zones. Like they tend to be somewhat narrow. I don't want to say they're definitely narrow. Some are, are, are not narrow. Um, but they've done very well. I've missed it. Others have caught this. Uh, I sort of feel bad that I would miss something like that because it is, has been a stunning performer. And it looks like, you know, the management describes uh, they're pretty certain they're going to find a lot more as they continue to drill. Uh, you know, I, I would if, if I'd have bought that one and it's now at whatever seven, eight, or nine, something like that. Man, it would have been one of the great purchases of all time. But uh, having missed it, uh, I'm I'm not going to start a position now. But for those that are in it, I think it's a very, very good company. Do you know who did catch it? You caught it. Me? Yeah. How about that? You know why? Way to go. Do you know why? Uh, maybe I should start asking you the question. Yeah, there you go. Bear Craig, you should fill the audience in here. Actually, I got that one from Brent Cook, so uh, oh, okay. who I mentioned earlier. So anyway, I just wanted to give yeah, him yeah, a plug. Yeah. That's one of his favorites. Good, good, All right, good. moving on. I think you're on good. Jaguar. Jaguar. Well, Jaguar is a company I own a very large interest in because we did a refinancing right at the bottom of the market. Um, we own something like 45% of it. Um, I think we put in, I think it was $25 million between ourselves and a number of other investors. Uh, the operation I'm sh is turning around here. And, of course, uh, when these things turn around where you have a high-cost producer already, I mean, you turn it around and 
you know, let's say you can get your production from 80,000 ounces to 100,000 ounces. Believe me, the last 20,000 ounces is all profit, okay? So that's kind of what we're hoping for. I know that the management believes that with time they can get that well above 100,000. Uh, so uh, based on uh, sort of a modest market cap, uh, I think the stock could uh, really perform quite well next year if the production uh, improvements uh, carry on. And finally, Kerr is on this page. Yeah, I own Kerr. Uh, it's a former producer of the Copperstone Mine. Um, they've, they've had some pretty good drilling success. Uh, I think they're still waiting for some permits to restart or they're waiting just to do more uh, phase two drilling to know exactly what they're going into. But I would say that the ore body looks like it's shaping up. Um, the stock's inexpensive. I think a production decision and or further good drill results would uh, would get things going. The stock's perked up for sure, uh, but obviously uh, in a good gold market and with the, a little bit more good news, uh, things can happen very quickly. Okay, moving on to slide number four of five. We've got names here ranging from London Gold down to Orca Gold, and I think you've got comments on uh, McDonald and on Nova. Yeah. Okay, well, let's do Novo because I was already there. Um, they brought out a release, I guess it might have even been yesterday, that uh, it looks like they can get down to a very small, like, millimeter size uh, gold. I can't call it a nugget, but gold particles, I guess. And they seem to be able to separate them through mechanical sorting. I've seen the mechanical sorting work. We've all seen videos of it, and it's very, very effective. Um so if they can do that, and they also announced that they had uh, uh, got secured some licenses and uh, a native land approvals to uh, to test in a couple of other zones around Edina. Um, I mean, we're all just hoping that this sorting technology works because we're dealing with with uh, ore that's literally on surface, and it's all kind of like rocks and rubble, and it's it's rather easy to sort. And uh, it could be incredibly economic. And, of course, they have, I think, hundreds of thousands of square kilometers. So if they can find a way to get this gold that's sitting on the surface out of this ore inexpensively, that would be very exciting. Uh, so it's, it's not a new name for me. You know, I've been there quite a while. Uh, McDonald Mines, uh, that's a name I bought into maybe within the last three months. They had some interesting drilling in uh, Ontario in something called the Scanning uh, Property. Uh, they continued to announce good results there. They put out something yesterday about some, I think it was some trench samples uh, that looked pretty good uh, that uh, were some distance away from the original uh, ore body. Uh, so it looks like it gets better. The grades are good. Um you know, if they can create some connectivity here, uh, that could be very exciting. Uh, it's a very low market cap company. Uh, yeah, well, nothing, $10 million. <laughs> there you go. Like if that thing comes together and it, it looks pretty good, uh, that, that could be quite exciting. All right. And in our final group of gold companies, Eric, uh, on this last slide, we've got names ranging from Pacton and pure gold down to Wesdome. 
I think you uh, had indicated before you've got uh, pure gold, Socomon, and Wesdome you'd like to address. Yeah. Okay. And I, I should say, I mean, I'm an owner of Pactin, which I bought for the Pilbara, and I really haven't stayed enough abreast of their Red Lake drilling, but they're in a very interesting area in, the, in Red Lake, Ontario. And there's been some interesting discoveries. And, of course, the transaction where uh, the Newmont Gold Corp sold the, uh, the uh, Red Lake mine. Um, I'm not remembering who they sold it to. I apologize for that. Uh, but they sold it. So there's a lot of activity going on in the Red Lake area, um, which PACT is involved with, but I'm not up to speed on exactly what they've done. Uh, but one of the other ones on that list is Pure Gold. Uh, I'm a reasonable owner of that. Uh, they're in Red Lake. Uh, good drill results recently. Uh, looks like they might be able to connect what they call their russet sort of zone that's at surface down to something that's, uh, I think, about five or six or 700 meters below that. And they've had some interesting uh, drill results connecting those two things. And, of course, They've had some very high-grade results. It's, it's a typical Red Lake thing where the grades are phenomenal, of course. And until something like Fosterville came along or maybe in Picasso, the Red Lake ore body was like one of the best of all time. In fact, when Rob McEwen ran it, they started out uh, running uh, two-ounce gold through that mill. So it was very, very profitable at the time. So that's what Pure Gold's uh, hoping to, to find. Uh, they're also expanding something called the wedge zone. So uh, I think it looks interesting. It's been a, a real laggard here, but it's picked up recently. It's got some attention. One of the things I should say about picking up recently, you know, we get these these indices like the, the Silver Miners Junior Gold Index and the GDX, and these, these indexes look like they, they want to break out here. So I don't know what it's all telling us, but, like, the stocks are, are acting well. Um, Socomon... Uh, the next one is in uh, Newfound- Newfoundland. They have the Moosehead property. They've had some very interesting results. Uh, they're doing studies on structural trends there to see how it all comes together. Based on geological history, they're in a very good area. Um, the stock's been a bit of an underperformer here, but you know it's very early days. It's a small cap company. Uh, it's one I own. And, of course, I, I watch with interest as they continue the drilling. And uh, as anybody in the exploration business knows, you know, Rome wasn't built in the day. So you got to give these time, guys time to, to drill them out. In fact, one of the interesting things about drilling them out, you know, when I think of the Red Lake mine, which I just referenced, I mean, that was going to be written off before Rob McEwen drilled that deep hole and it came back to life again. Foster was almost a write-off. Macassa at Golden Lake, uh, sorry, at Kirkland Lake, was almost a write-off but you do tend you know you, you get a sniff and the geology looks right and then all of a sudden you find something significant so it quite often pays to wait for that uh, moment of opportunity uh here's another one Westone. there's another mine the kiana mine the only kiana mine it's shut down they were not going to do anything with it and lo and behold they drilled the deep hole and bang they hit beautiful beautiful high-grade gold Stock's been one of the best performers on the Toronto Stock Exchange this year. I think it's trading up to ten dollars these days. Um, it's it's just it's just been uh, spectacular uh, how that's come around. They have another uh, uh, other uh, property in Ontario that's uh, also uh, 
been finding higher and higher grade ore. I don't own it. I actually owned it around two bucks or three bucks, and uh, I exited too early. But I think as a guy watching what's going on in the space, I mean, you got to admire how quickly they're they're turning that around. So I like Westo. Great stuff, my friend. Before we wrap up, anything else in the gold space you want to talk about? No, you're tiring me out here. Okay? I know it. I got to <laughs> get you a cup of coffee. Uh, uh, well, of course, I obviously like Wallbridge. Uh, I, I'm taking an interest in Balmoral which is between Detour and Wallbridge. Uh, I like Kirkland for the, the Detour thing. I like I like the other uh, plays in the Golden Triangle. Uh, Teuton's done very well, been up sharply yesterday. Tudor announced a, a new way of looking at their intersection, which suggested that the, gold, that the content of metal was about 20% higher than they thought. I, I think a Cisco could look interesting here with these high-grade intersections that they're having in Windfall. I don't own it, uh, but uh, it's worth looking at. It looks looks interesting. All righty. All right, well, we'll leave it there. Two things before we wrap up. One, of course, please be sure to visit SprottMoney.com. Check out the holiday catalog before we get to uh, the end of the holiday season for some great deals. It's something we do every year, and it's always very much anticipated. Uh, across the industry to see what kind of specials we have. And of course, it's not just the website. You can always call us at 888-861-0775. And then please check back for part two, where we're going to ask Eric about some silver miners and some base metal miners and get his opinion on, on the names that have been sent in there. Eric, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Craig, my pleasure. And thanks to everyone out there for listening.